Someone finally figured out that Ray Novak, the Prime Minister's Chief of Staff, walks the same route to work every day by the Salvation Army, right by the doors of this station, and up onto Parliament Hill. And they caught up with him and asked him the, the question that's on everyone's mind, at least everyone in official Ottawa and not that many people outside of Ottawa. What, what, what did you know? When did you know it? Breaking news on CTV this morning, Bob Five catching up with Ray Novak to ask him about whether he knew Nigel Wright was going to cut the check, the $90,000 check. Did he read his emails? Let's, let's listen to the exchange, and then we'll get to some of the conversation between Bob Fife and Marcia McMillan on CTV News Channel moments ago. A couple of questions, Ray. <coughs> Sorry, Bob. Uh, what should I say? Well, I just have to ask you, did you read that email? I'm not going to have any comment on this, Bob. Why wouldn't you have a comment on it? Is that a... Well, I mean, you've got a situation. call to the trial. I have no comment. I know, but you're the chief of staff. I, uh, we've got Ben Perrin saying that you were told about the $90,000. I mean, who do we believe, you or him? Well, don't you, isn't it a legitimate question? Well, there's a trial that's uh, underway. I haven't been called to that trial. It wouldn't be appropriate for me to speak. Well, your own credibility is put on the line here. Somebody's saying that you knew about the 90000 Did you or didn't you? Bob, I did not know that Mr. Wright was going to cut that check. Beyond that, I will speak at the appropriate time. Now's not the appropriate time. Okay. And of course, you never read the email, right? No, I did not see that email. Okay. First saw that email when it was disclosed much, much later. Okay. All right. So, did did Ray Novak read the email where Nigel Wright said he was going to pay the ninety thousand dollars? Does it matter? Does it speak to Mike Duffy's guilt or innocence? Is it a political question? Does it matter to you? 613-521-TALK, 521-8255, or star 580 on Bell Mobility. This will be the big federal story today, and it will be the big story that dominates as the leaders come out to um, speak at their various events this morning. All of them will have events between now and noon. And this is going to dominate the questions once again. Not policy, not the economy. What did Ray Novak know? When did he know it? Here's more from Bob Fife's report. It's Bob's conversation with Marsha McMillan. Is this the first time that you have had access to Ray Novak? Is this the first time that he has spoken to a reporter about this story? It is the first time that he's spoken to reporters. Uh, reporters who are covering, who've been on the campaign with Mr. Harper, have seen Ray Novak since this bombshell testimony from Perrin uh, Beatty, uh, Ben Perrin, uh, Perrin rather, uh, that was uh, uh, at the court a couple of weeks ago. But they haven't had access to him because security has been around uh, uh, Mr. Novak. So today we're able to get him. Now we have two different stories here. We have Mr. Perrin, who's saying that he was in a meeting with Mitt Nigel Wright. And they were on a conference call with uh, Janice Payne, who was Mr. L uh, Duffy's lawyer at the time. And Mr. Wright said, I'm paying for Duffy's expenses. And Perrin says he looked over, he's raised his eyebrows, looked over at, at Ray and like, you know, what's going on here? 
Mr. Novak is saying that conversation didn't happen. He didn't hear that. And when the second piece of testimony at the trial was that there was an email evidence that showed that Mr. Wright sent an email to Mr. Novak, who was involved in all of these discussions with Mr. Duffy, um, that he would be paying for the expenses. He would cut the $90,000 check. Mr. Novak said he did not read that email. So we have two different stories going on here. Who do we believe? The Prime Minister's former uh, special counsel or the Prime Minister's current chief of staff? We'll see what the opposition parties have to say about that. They'll all be asked about it today, I'm sure. And Bob, that question begs the question, where then and how are we going to find the real truth as to what happened? I don't have the answer to that. Um, we, there, there is another fourth phase of the third phase of the trial that will be coming up in November, but it'll be after the election campaign. It's possible that we will uh, have hear more testimony that we may get to the bottom of this. But I think what's important for the country, frankly, is that we know about what went on in the prime minister's office. Uh, this hoax, this cover-up that went on. Uh, to pay off Duffy's expenses when everybody, to have Duffy pretend he paid the expenses when everybody seemed to know it was either going to be the Tory party or Mr. Wright that was paying, we need to find out, presumably the best thing would be able to find out before the election is held. Yeah. And the problem we have here is there are just two, there's two conflicting stories here. Who is telling the truth? So I don't it, know. And Bob, is Ray Novak then still actively traveling with Stephen Harper during the campaign? Is he a big component of the Harper campaign? Absolutely, uh, he is covering uh, on the campaign trail most days with the Prime Minister. He wasn't. He, Mr. Harper is in Toronto today. He wasn't with him. I think he came back uh, last night, probably, well, along with reporters. Um, but he, he's, he's a key part of the campaign. And why Mr. Novak is so important? is that he has been Mr. Harper's longest serving aide. He's almost like a son to him. Uh, you know, for the longest period of time, he was basically his executive assistant. Uh, you know, he took, and he, when he, before they were in government, he used to live uh, uh, um, uh, with the prime minister. Uh, so he's very, very close to him. And uh, as, as Corey Tonight said, it would be unfathomable uh, if Mr. Novak did know that he wouldn't tell the prime minister. And that's why this is so important. Somebody is lying. Either it's Mr. Perrin or Mr. Novak. But if, if Mr. Perrin is right, that Mr. Novak did know, then as Mr. Corey tonight said, it'd be unfathomable the Prime Minister wouldn't know. Yeah, so, and as you point um, out, we may not find anyway, it. It's, it's, it. We'll see what the opposition parties say. We'll keep digging. We'll hopefully try to get to the bottom of the story. With all due respect to Bob Fife, who I've known a long time and like, <clears throat> I am not as excited about this as he is. I'm interested in finding out if Mike Duffy is guilty or innocent. I'm interested in finding out what the Canadian public thinks of Stephen Harper, and the public will have their say on this on October 19th. But when the big scandal in Canada is taxpayers paid back for money that shouldn't have been spent, and then who read an email and who didn't, I'm sorry. There's bigger fish to fry than who knew about an email to pay somebody back, or to pay taxpayers back. This cannot be the biggest question that we decide the future of the nation on. It just can't be. This would not rate as a scandal in any other country. In the United States, Hillary Clinton is running for president. She is being dogged over questions about a private email server. Why? 
because she ran sensitive government data and information, including intelligence, signals intelligence data, through a private email server that was kept in a bathroom closet in a loft apartment in Colorado. It was routed through there and then to her basement in New York. Not very secure. And why does that matter? Because an ambassador of the United States died while she was Secretary of State and sending some of this information back and forth through a bathroom closet. That's an actual scandal. It's taken months for people to start asking questions about it down there, but they're finally doing it. Taxpayers get paid money back. Who knew about it? Who didn't? It's interesting. It is not the huge scandal that people have made it out to be. For goodness sakes, at the Duffy trial, they had a media riser stand up for the last several months outside the Ottawa courthouse. I was driving by yesterday on the way to an appointment. They were finally taking it down. It's been up for months. I want to know from you, is this the biggest issue? Do you care whether Ray Novak knew? Does it matter? Will it change your vote? 521-TALK, 521-8255, or star 580 on Bell Mobility. I'm not saying don't cover it, but is this breathtaking? Is it keeping you up at night? I'm Brian Lilly sitting in for Mark Sutcliffe on the chat room on 580 CFRA. Breaking Ray Novak tracked down, asked about whether he knew taxpayers were going to get their money back. Scandal. Huge. I really wish reporters had been this diligent in tracking down the $40 million the Liberal Party stole. They didn't pay back $40 million. They stole $40 million in the $250 million ad scam. No one chased people down to say, hey, where's our $40 million? Can we have it back? No one chased anyone down to say, hey, you paid back the $40 million. How'd you do it? Why? Because they didn't pay back the $40 million. Does this Ray Novak thing matter to you? 521-TALK, 521-8255, star 580 on Bell Mobility. I'm Brian Lilly sitting in for Mark Sutcliffe. And Helen, Helen in Westboro, you're on the chat room. Hi, Brian. I couldn't agree with you more. I don't give a whit about uh, uh, Ray Novak. Uh, Fife saying that this is important to the country made me laugh. You know, Important it, it, to the country. It's not even, it's actually not even important to the trial. Absolutely not. It could be important to the election for people that this is an issue for them. But it's not, it's not even important to the trial. This doesn't determine whether Duffy's guilty or innocent. Yeah. I have a point I'd like to make, and sure. that's about uh, Ben Perrin. Mm-hmm. Ben Perrin has been presented as Harper's lawyer. He's the lawyer at the PMO, but he was presented as Harper's lawyer. But yeah, as... he was a, a legal advisor in the PMO. Indeed. Now, sitting there... Uh, at that meet, at that teleconference that was with the uh, the, te- the other side of the teleconference was uh, Duffy's lawyer Payne. Um, what's his name? Uh, ben Perrin mm-hmm. should have mentioned that to the prime minister if he was his lawyer or his legal advisor. Why didn't he? Why didn't any of them? Well, why didn't Perrin as his legal advisor? Yeah. Well, I'd go after him more than I, Novak. I, I've been saying from the beginning, people have said, well, it, it's impossible the prime minister didn't know. And I, I believe I've said it on these airwaves as well. It's absolutely possible the prime minister didn't know. And anyone that knows how PMOs work knows that you try and keep certain things from the boss to protect the boss and give the boss, which is what they always call the prime minister, the boss. They want to give the boss plausible deniability. And I and think anybody? that's why they were protecting him. 
You're right, and anybody who knows how government works would say the same thing. You do the same thing for your minister, Happens and it doesn't matter what your stripe doesn't it? is. Yeah. All right, Helen, thanks for the call. You're welcome. Ben in Ashton, you're on the chat room. Yes, good morning. Who cares? Who cares? It's, it's, <laughs> it's so breathtaking. Break- no, it's breathtaking breaking news, Ben. You know what drives me nuts is that this left-wing media is making a story out of nothing, a story that could potentially take down one of the best governments that we've had in decades. And you think about the Ontario Liberals and how they have taken one of the best-performing and strongest economies in the world and and just thrown it down the tank, and there's $3 billion-plus wasted. There's no story there. You know— Thousand paid back and, and on trial. Novak's not on trial. Maybe that's a better comparison. I went back to ten years ago when the forty million the federal liberals stole. What about the one billion that the Ontario Liberals wasted to try and get keep for their seats in an election a couple of years ago? What about Kathleen Wynne offering someone a job? A clear well, sending two people to offer someone a job. A clear violation of the law. It's caught on audio recording. There's not half the reporting on these things that there is on Mike Duffy and Nigel Wright paying taxpayers back. There's not even half the reporting on Mac Harb, who's, on, who's going to be facing charges over more than three times what Duffy is alleged to have spent. The only reason there's a story is because the media wants a story and they have an agenda to take down this government. True and on that. There are too many other uh, examples, especially with the Ontario Liberals, of waste and mismanagement and uh, theft. I'm going to go ahead and say theft, and yet there's no story there. There's no. no story there because they're propping up the Ontario Liberals who have really destroyed Ontario and have taken a big chunk out of the whole national economy as they as they bring Ontario down. So it's, it's just, it's, it frustrates me, man. It just drives me insane. <laughs> well, I don't think your vote's changing. Thanks for the call, Ben. Thanks. Jerry in Cornwall, you're on the chat room. Are, are you incensed by this, or are you yawning? Uh, well, a little of both, Brian. <laughs> uh, we're three for three. You've stolen some of my thunder. Uh, I've always been a big suspect of CTV and, and Fife. Um, I think he's a graduate of the Brian Williams School of Journalism. No, we, okay, news. I'll say, no, I, I've known Bob a long time. Uh, what I always say about him when people say, oh, Bob Fife, because he used to be called a conservative, now he's called mm-hmm. a liberal, Bob Fife is an equal opportunity kneecapper. He's an old mm-hmm. tabloid style reporter. He used to write, he, he ran the Sun's Parliament Hill Bureau years ago. So mm, he, I remember he, that. he just tries to take everyone out. Well, well, that's my point, though. Stop making the news and start reporting the news. And, and it, like I said to, to your producer um, and to the previous caller, I'd like to see him breathless running down that highway with Premier Wynn and asking the same questions. The billion dollars for the gas plant, the billion for the orange, the billion of other frauds that have occurred, and, and maybe, hopefully, there'd be an OPP. Oh, that's true. There wouldn't be an OPP. Oh, they're, they're, they, they, they're not anywhere. The OPP don't investigate anything in this province. You're wrong, Jerry. There's several <laughs> OPP investigations. They just won't actually come to anything, <laughs> and they won't lay charges. It was January 16th, I think it was, that those recordings were made public, because the OPP was told about them, wouldn't ask to listen to them. Yep. And then when they were made public, J- January 16th, it's August 28th. How long does it take you to listen to a couple of minutes of recording? Well, exactly. And, and, and I guess, you know, we don't want to make light of that because it's our tax dollars. But to your point, well taken. 
uh, the money, whatever happened, there's a court. It, it'll there'll be a decision from the court on that. There'll be a decision in October on the election, and uh, we'll let that run its course. But you know, to try to influence things, or like like your previous callers have said, to go after this government, which is you know they've done I think fairly well. All uh, right, Jerry, they, thanks they for the call. Drag them down. Mm-hmm. All right. 521-TALK, 521-8255, star 580 on Bell Mobility. I'm Brian Lillian for Mark Sutcliffe on the chat room. Have your say. Are you incensed? Is this breathless news or just more media muddling? And I'm asking you whether you care about Ray Novak. We played the clips for you at the top of the show. Bob Fife catching up with Ray Novak as he walked from his house in the Byward Market up to his office. I'm guessing somewhere near Parliament Hill. He's not going into the PMO anymore. He's going to the war room, which is in an office tower in downtown Ottawa. I think it's near my bunker, actually. Anyway, Fife breathlessly reporting that Ray Novak said what we've already heard at the Duffy trial, that he didn't know Nigel Wright was paying and that he didn't read the emails. So nothing new in this. It's going to dominate news coverage today. We're told it's very important for the nation. And I want to know what you think. Is it important for the nation? Do you care? Rob is in Ottawa. Rob, you're on the chat room with Brian Lilly. Hello, Rob? Uh, He's on his cell phone. I bet that he got tired of waiting or something. Well, we'll put him on hold, see if he comes back. All right, Kevin in Cornwall. You're on the the chat room. Morning, Brian. Morning. I can I completely agree with everything that you stated this morning. I mean, we've talked about billions and billions of dollars in the Ontario government, the Liberals, and so many more so many more things that you brought up. I won't even reiterate. The thing that the thing that bothers me about this whole thing is that it's all about accountability, and that's the biggest thing I think we're trying. And I think that's the biggest thing that you know, regardless of party politics here. Um, I think that's what Bob Fife and all the reporters actually, whether it be from any branch, they're just trying to get to the bottom of it. Now, the only problem that I have with this as a Canadian is now this is not about political agenda. It's about simply about pure propaganda. And that's where I have a problem with it. Because this whole election, Brian, is based upon Mike Duffy and what's going to happen with the scandal. The scandal where taxpayers got their money back. No, no, no. I totally wholeheartedly agree. If if there is, if there is, and we don't know yet because it hasn't been done in a court of law. Mm-hmm. But if there if there is guilt, then they have to be held accountable. But the problem is, is that right now we are making this whole election platform based on that decision. And that's why I have a problem with it. And a lot of the news stories and a lot of the news media are not talking about the real issues. What do Canadians want economically, socially, uh, for the future? Where is Canada for the future? It's not going to be about Mike Duffy and about this, 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 this thing. Accountability, yes. Making sure our government is, is, is responsible for the money that Canadians entrust them to properly, properly disperse and spend uh, and, and make the proper decisions for our country. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But we need to get a life, people. We need to start really, really looking at where is well, Canada going and where do we want to be in the future? Well, and I look to my right, and one of the um, one of the monitors has CTV News Channel on, and Justin Trudeau's up. Justin Trudeau's up talking for the last several days about how you can't trust the NDP because they're going to cut 
government services. Why? Because the NDP said they'd balance the budget. He used to promise to balance the budget. Now he's saying he won't, and he's talking about investments and major infrastructure investments, doubling what we currently spend at the federal level. Yeah. That's a lot. Wishy-washy. That, I call that wishy-washy okay, but, platforms. But, but, Kevin, that is a lot of new spending. That is an actual policy item that we can debate and talk about for the election. And, and I try and do that. I mean, it, it, my, my videos on The Rebel, and when I come on here, I talk about these issues. Very few people are out there talking about the issues because most of the coverage is on Duffy, and now we're being told this is hugely important for the nation. I'm it, glad to hear that there's a lot of sensible people still in the CFRA nation. Thanks for the call, well, Kevin. Thank you, Brian. All right. Ian is in Ottawa. You're on the chat room with Brian Lilly. There's no... This line of questioning against whether the prime minister knew or not or who knew, I don't understand from a legal premise what that has to do with the 31 charges against Mr. Duffy. Zero. I mean, exactly, which means that this whole thing has become a media spin. It's no longer the legal side of it, which it should be. It's just become this election propaganda with a slight against the prime minister, which whether he knew or didn't know, I don't know whether that has any any bearing whatsoever on well, the charges against Mr. Duffy. Well, he's, and in addition, he, he has said he didn't know, and so if you could prove that he did, then you can prove that he lied. And maybe that's, that's what lying, they're trying to do. Lying is not an offense, unfortunately or unfortunately. Lying is not against the law. And if it was, there would be a lot of politicians in jail from every party. You know, And that's what troubles me about this whole thing. And in addition to that, the ninety thousand dollars—that was never really taxpayers' money, was it? It was. Didn't Mr. Goldstein, the senator, uh, Mr. Goldstein, I believe his name, refused to pay it because it was—he thought it was excessive because it went from thirty-two to ninety thousand, and that ended up being the problem. I don't really know when taxpayers' money was ever really paid out for anything. Well, I don't think it was. No, it, it, the it, it became, was the expenses. The expenses were taxpayers' money. But when he, he paid it back, whether it was his own money or Nigel Wright's, the taxpayer got their money back on that 90000 Okay. All right. So the taxpayers then have not lost any money on this, and we're all concerned whether or not a politician lied who really isn't even charged in this case. Yeah. That's, That's what it comes down to. As opposed to all the problems in Ontario that all your listeners, have, all your previous callers have listed, in addition, which I might add, e-health, which is probably one of the biggest. Yeah. Well, if it doesn't make sense to you, then it makes sense to the media party, I suppose. Ian, thanks for the call. Bruce in Ottawa, you're on the chat room with Brian Lilly. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, what can I say today? Listen, Brian, I want to know. I want to know... The circles that my prime minister was running my country, and you made a comment earlier. I want to I want to clarify something. You said this you sort of referred to it in a in a vague way that you know his staff has given him a plausible di- uh, di- deniability by not really informing him, and uh, he's the boss. He's the boss, mm-hmm. so they're protecting the boss. Brian, I want to clear something out. The next up next time you say that, think who really is the boss. I'm the boss. You're the boss. Every taxpayer that lost 90 grand. And the guy that just called who said lying isn't a criminal offense, geez, but try doing it in a court of law. 
That's why our prime minister and all the evidence is going into a court of law. Because in the, in the later events, when it is found out that he was lying, and anybody with half a brain, uh, okay, knows that he's hold lying. on, he he ha- yeah. he he hasn't he hasn't testified. No, no. So but the, so he hasn't. You're saying you're to. saying you're saying he lied. But he hasn't said these things in a court of law under oath, so that's okay. not a criminal okay. offense. Okay, the four people four people are saying that they can't read emails and they work in the federal government. Let's fire people for not they being able to read emails. Just fire okay, those so, people. So, Bruce, you're, you're saying this is a vastly <laughs> important issue to you and it's going to decide your vote? It, listen, it, but it's bigger than that. It's it's We are putting our trust in these people to do the right thing. Uh, and, yep. the, and these people aren't doing it, man. It's evident by the 50% of the federal debt that Mr. Harper has put onto our national debt. And you could say, well, you know what? Look at the liberals in Ontario and the way they've blown cash. That's fine. But they were enabled by a federal government. And the OPP that aren't investigating, I remember there's a federal body that could investigate. Do you know who that is, Brian? Who's that? The RCMP. And where's Mr. The Harper The RCMP doesn't of- have jurisdiction. Well, if a prime minister if, steps if you in, don't I, bet understand, you if- would, I bet you he would. Well, I don't think you understand how it all works. If you think well, that well, the OPP, you're going to pass you, the buck all the way think, down the line. You Brian? think the OPP can, or sorry, the RCMP can just step in and investigate where they want? They I can't. If, I think if there's, the, I think if there's a, a criminal element in our society anywhere in this country, anywhere, the government can step in and get rid of it. Then you they, know they, zero they about how government works, Bruce. Thanks talk for the about, call. To, yeah. Okay. You know, Pearl, you're in Kempville and you're on the chat room. Good morning, Brent. Good morning. Look, Pearl, I'm happy to debate people, but when you call up and you start making stuff up, people, you know, people can take issue with my stand on on the emails and whether this is vastly important. But don't say that the RCMP can investigate whatever they want anywhere in the country. It doesn't work that way. Sorry, that that ends my rant. Okay, Uh, all I can say is I think that the opposition parties, the NDP and the Liberals. They're so hungry to get something, any little thing. It's like, they're like rabid dogs trying to find some little thing that they can pin on Mr. Harper. And I mean, I'm not saying that we we have to have an honest, try and have an honest uh, government and somebody in charge that's honest. But like you say, uh, they just go to. It doesn't. It doesn't almost. It seems like the Duffy. Trial is almost uh, you know whatever happened there. It's get Mr. Harper. That, it sounds like a uh, I don't know. Anyway, and and here's all this money, like you say that uh, the liberals never paid back fifty one million dollars for the ad scam. You say forty one, I say fifty one. <laughs> uh, it's tens of millions either way. Plus all this these scandals in Ontario by the Liberal Win Party, and we get two it's two years, maybe going on three years, and we you're not getting excited about that. Why isn't there a frenzy about that? No, there isn't. Pearl, thanks for the call. You're welcome. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Uh, there's a lot of you on the line, and I want to make sure that everyone gets a chance to speak. So I'm going to play Justin Trudeau's reaction before to this Bob Fife report before we head into a commercial. And when we come back, everyone's getting quick, rapid response to get in. If you're on the line, you will get on. But first, let's listen to Justin Trudeau be breathless about this news, non-news. 
Mr. Trudeau, good morning. Uh, Ray Novak has just told CTV News' Robert Fife that he was not aware of the $90,000 check Nigel Wright made to Mike Duffy. And in Novak's words, he told Mr. Fife, I did not know that Mr. Wright was going to cut that check. We know from court testimony from Ben Perrin that he says Novak was present on a conference call when the payment was discussed and also uh, testimony shows that he, Mr. Novak was looped in on an email about the payment. So my question to you is, do you believe that Mr. Novak did not know? Canadians aren't fools. Uh, they know that the Prime Minister and his senior staff have not been telling them the truth. Uh, the Prime Minister is known uh, for his controlling approach uh, to everything that goes on uh, in his office. Uh, the fact that his closest advisor uh, pretends that he wouldn't have read emails or wasn't paying attention during crucial meetings like that uh, simply uh, insults the intelligence and credulity of Canadians. Uh, the fact of the matter is uh, Canadians can no longer trust this Prime Minister and his senior team to tell the truth, and that's what's being continually confirmed today. All right, that was Justin Trudeau moments ago on this news that didn't tell us anything we hadn't heard already. I'm Brian Lilly. This is The Chat Room, 580 CFRA, back with rapid response from you in a moment. Okay, we will get to your calls in seconds. And remember, we're going to go rapid response. A lot of people on the line want to talk about Ray Novak. I just, before that, want to point you to two stories you might want to check out on my Facebook page. One I look at the war brewing between the Liberals and the NDP and how much they are attacking each other. That's a story you're not really going to get anywhere else. And Steve Madeley, we talked about it a bit yesterday, but Steve Madeley was talking about the two different polls, Angus Reid and Forum. If you go to my Facebook page now, you'll see a video where I break down the differences between them and explain why the Angus Reid poll shows the NDP and the Conservatives have a path to victory but that the forum poll, ew, there's a lot of problems with that. Both of them on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Brian Lilly. George in Manatech, you're on the chat room. Rapid response, George. Uh, yes. Uh, by the way, I, I thought that the the uh, reporter there talking to Mr. Novak was actually harassing him. No, he, he, was asking, he was asking questions. But what, do, uh, does, is this a big issue for you? Well, it is an issue, but from the point of view that uh, right now, from the, the date that the writ fell for the election up to the election date, civil servants are not allowed to talk to the public without getting permission from either the deputy minister or the prime minister's office. Well, Ray Novak is on leave uh, from the prime minister's office uh, so that he can work on the campaign. I see. Okay, I, yeah. I missed that. By the way, my bias is there are only two political parties in this country, the, the conservative and the mainstream media party. <laughs> and, Very- and by the way, by the way, uh, the only person who actually dug into the realities of the, the Senate was uh, Ian Lee, where he pointed out, it says right in their rules that the, the uh, prime resident of the senator shall be in the province they represent. And by the way, senators are appointed by the, uh, referred from, by the provinces to the prime minister. Well, the, and, the, you uh, know, th- this is a practice that's been going all on a long time. As I've said, Duffy's going to walk on the, uh, the residency questions. It's the other stuff might get him in trouble. George, thanks for the call. 
Okay. Marie in Ottawa, you're on the chat room with Brian Lilly. Yeah, good morning, Brian. Rapid response from you, Marie. I I think that it's um, a no, a nothing. It's nothing. I mean, I'm going door-to-door to door every day, and people are complaining that they're not getting the rest of the news. That's all they're getting is Bob Fife and, and who lied and who didn't lie, and, you know... We paid the the money was paid back by the to the taxpayer without whatever and and they're still it, it it's it's ridiculous. People are telling us it's ridiculous. But just to say one more thing, if mm-hmm. I may, because you know my color, but but uh, Miss uh, Bob Fife, yeah, you know you I know you've known him and 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 uh, you know he's probably a really nice guy, but you know what he goes after people like. All the time. It, he should work for the Inquirer. That's that's where he should be. I swear. I'm I, I'm going to see if I can't get him a job. <laughs> All I right, think. Marie. Thanks for the call. <laughs> George in Carlton Place. You're on the chat room. Yeah, you've got two quick things here. Uh, backers of Trudeau. You got Premier Wen, who's covering up or whatever she's doing these investigations. Yep. Absolutely nothing. You got Paul Merton back in Trudeau as well. Now here's a man who runs ships under different colored flags, so he wouldn't have to pay taxes here in Canada. Now, isn't this a nice little group? <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Thanks and for bringing that up. Thomas Mulcair, not 60000 or 90000 Doesn't his party owe $2 million? And has he uh, paid well, it? it's almost four when you count up the $2.7 million for the, uh, the, the fake satellite offices, and then you've got about $1 million to Canada Post. <laughs> George, thanks for the call. Thank you. All right, Wilma in Ottawa. You're on the chat room. Rapid yes, response morning, from Mr. you. Good morning, Mr. Lee. It's very interesting that they're occupying with the tempest in the teapot. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not zeroing in on the real crucial issues. There was a very good chap there. I think his name was Trevor. He said exactly what's on my heart. You know, this doesn't matter who's new exactly. That's not the crime. The crime is to bring this little thing that is not important and blow it up, and we're avoiding the important issues. Jesus said it very well. He said, they will swallow a camel, and they will strain at the gnat. The camel is win, win down in the provincial uh, liberals. They ignore that, and they swallow that, but they really fight and fight and fight over little nits. Absolutely. They can't swallow them. That's right. my opinion. Wilma, thanks for the call. You're Last welcome. call goes to Frank in Ottawa. 30 seconds, Frank. Well, quite frankly, it's really simple. The... Um a lie is a lie, and we could have fixed it by telling the truth. But even more importantly, as a, a conservative who won't be voting conservative, the prime minister made a mistake when he tried to change the Senate through Mr. Duffy. It's backfiring, and that's what I have to say. All right, Frank, thanks for the call. You know, I really came in armed with a different topic today, but this was the breaking news, and it's going to dominate coverage today. We'll talk about... New laws about bicycles and pedestrians another time. I'm Brian Lilly sitting in for Mark Sutcliffe on the chat room. Talk to you soon.